0: Hey, this is Ryan Chapman's Fix Your Funnel. In today's episode, i am going to be talking about a common question that people have simply because they, they have seen both options, but they're not sure which one is best for them. And that is the short code or the normal phone number for text messaging. And really to get into this, we need to have a little bit of history about where both of these came from. Like normal phone numbers probably don't need much history because normal numbers have been created and designed for peer-to-peer communication, meaning one-to-one individual communication. So Ever since you were a child, you probably hopefully had access to a telephone. And if you're, depending on your age, that telephone may or may not have had a cord, and you may or may not have a home phone number. Today, many people don't have a home phone, so that's a little bit different than it was a while back. But This normal number is something that we've had for a long time. and We've used for telephone calls primarily. As uh, cell phones have taken over the marketplace, and now in the United States, for example, there's penetration of uh, cell phones, meaning there's more cell phone numbers than there are people in the United States. Now, this is in part due to people who have multiple numbers, meaning they have maybe uh, their personal number and then they have a business number. So that's how we're able to get over the the current population of the United States and active phone numbers. But for most people now, we have cell phone numbers as their primary method of communication with a normal number. That means we also have text messaging on that number. So we have voice and we have text messaging on that one phone number. And so this is intended primarily for peer-to-peer, meaning one-to-one communication, not a one-to-many communication. Now that's where the short code came into play. The short code was created by carriers to allow um, big corporations like, your American Idol or your Pepsi or Coca-Cola to be able to broadcast out um, text messages to a large number of people in a very short period of time. And with that, there were certain rules that they put into place to kind of control how the short code would work. And they also got to price the short codes. Now, short codes are five to six digit phone numbers that are used only for texting. There's no voice capability with them. And the reason there's no real voice capability is typically, they were meant just for texting and they were principally used by uh, a large corporation. Now, as time went on, small businesses said, Hey, we want to be able to send uh, a bunch of text messages to people because people aren't reading our emails. And so we started to see this, uh, introduction of the, the short code for small business. Now with this, because the short code is so expensive, generally runs uh, anywhere around a thousand to 1500 a month to be able to rent a short code from a carrier. And If you have that then you have to follow certain rules So some of the rules that you have to follow is if you're going to be sending out mass messages to people You have to have their permission. This is a really good thing because personally I don't like receiving unsolicited messages from anybody for any reason So that's number one number two is if you are going to get permission You need to let them know how often you're going to be spamming. I mean broadcasting to them and that was a a big deal with short codes, and so because of these rules then they there became laws and those laws then helped enforce those rules that were created by the carriers to make sure that their media wasn't being abused and their networks weren't going to be overloaded uh, with unsolicited messages and then their subscribers weren't going to be upset and then wanting to cancel their cell phone numbers so that because they were getting so many spam messages so this is the why the short code was created. Now, the short code is extremely effective in about one area, and that area is sending out massive numbers of messages to a whole host of people for one-way communication. And when they were created, they were initially intended to be uh, machines dis- disseminating information to large groups of people. So if you're in a business where you need to be able to communicate a massive amount of um, A little bit of information to a massive amount of people in a very short period of time, you're definitely going to want a short code. But for most small businesses, we actually end up um, doing what we call peer to peer marketing. And in that case, the short code doesn't really have any advantages for us. In fact, it has a lot of disadvantages. So, what, what do I mean by peer to peer marketing? Well, most marketing that's really effective is not broadcast marketing, meaning it's not something where you just talk to people, and they can't communicate back. In fact, that's why you've had this whole surge of um, social networks is because people want to interact with each other. They want to be able to communicate with each other and not have the, these kind of boundaries where they can do that communication. And that's what we call peer-to-peer marketing, meaning it's a person to a person. In fact, if you, if you try and approach your marketing as a small business as a one-to-many what you're gonna find is it's highly ineffective. And you're gonna need to take massive leverage in terms of broadcasting in order for you to actually get results. But if you wanna get real results, then you gotta recognize um, a truth, which is that in no situation does a person ever interact with a business. Now, they may blame a business or recognize a business, but they're always interacting with people. So there's always a person-to-person interaction in any business transaction. And with that then, if we recognize that, then we want to approach all of our marketing from person to person standpoint. And this is where the use of a normal phone number um, for our marketing comes into play. When we use a normal phone number for text messaging, then we have to think about using it like we would with a person and not as a broadcast medium. Now, for people that come from the world of short codes, this is very foreign to them. And because of that, they have a hard time accepting and believing the way that we will approach text messages um, when you start using normal phone numbers, the way that we do it at Fix Your Funnel. And that is that you think about how do I I interact with an individual? Not how do I get my information in front of people? How do I cram my message down their throat? Because that doesn't actually work. But how do I interact with people as individuals? How do I create a personalized experience, but at the same time, allow myself some leverage so that I'm not having to do a bunch of manual labor to be able to accomplish that? And that is at the the center of this whole question of what's the difference between a short code and a normal phone number, in particular when it comes to the topic of marketing. So when you're looking at what do I need to do with my business with text messages, in order to be able to have a positive experience with prospects and customers so that they'll want to interact and communicate with me, you have to leave this concept of broadcast alone. Now, does that mean that you'll never send out um, you know, a number of messages to a group of people? No, it doesn't. You, you may do that when you have permission from people to do that. But what it means more is that as we're interacting with people via text message, we're thinking about how would I do this if I were to do this personally, individually, and communicate with them. And that usually will mean I would probably want to initiate some sort of conversation with them. And if they responded back, I would want the ability to continue that conversation. Now sales, if we come down and look at the definition of sales at the end of the day, sales is about um, initiating a a customer relationship, right? The terminology we commonly might use is to close a deal. But as you look at business uh, in maybe a more progressive way, you're gonna be looking at it as initiating a customer relationship. Because we're not looking for a single transaction, we're looking for a long-term relationship with a, uh, a customer who will want to use our services or product on an ongoing basis for a long time, lest our product or service doesn't warrant that. In either way, we want to create a good relationship with them because then they'll be more likely to refer business to us, which is one of the most powerful ways to get business beyond your own controlled marketing. So, this being the case, as we start to interact with people, we want to think about how do we initiate conversations with people that can then lead to a customer relationship. And When you start being able to think that way, it changes your messaging. Because your messaging is in one part education, but in the second part it is um, investigation or Think of it more like if you're going to a doctor, the doctor doesn't just start prescribing pills, the doctor does some investigation. They do some questions, they look at do some tests, they evaluate what your needs are based on your answers, then they're able to determine what they would prescribe as a recommended um, way to address the problems that you're having. And understand that in almost every scenario, when somebody's doing business with somebody, it's because they have a problem they're trying to solve. And at the end of the day, they're going to believe that you know how to solve that problem. So when you're looking at SMS and you're looking at how should I be using it, you got to think about how do I use this as a peer-to-peer communication. One, you're going to avoid all the necessity of dealing with all the, the regulations because the regulations are all created for one-to-many distribution of information through the text message. When you're doing peer-to-peer, Now it's just a matter of interacting with a human the way that you would interact with humans and hopefully you're a cool human so that it will be a pleasant experience for them to interact with. So we're thinking about how do we initiate conversations, so how do we ask open-ended questions that will allow people to be able to communicate back to us what their needs are and allow us to evaluate can we serve them with our, our product or service and if we are able to actually meet their needs then what's the next steps that they would need to take and guide them through that process. Now, if you think about your marketing in that context, then you'll see that there's a huge difference between the short code and the long code or normal number because the short code doesn't allow for back and forth live interaction, but a normal phone number does. And so in order for you to be able to actually do marketing in a way that works, you're going to need to have a back and forth communication that happens so you're going to be looking for a situation where your sms or your text messaging platform allows for you to have a live back and forth and when you find that by the way i happen to know a place no you know you if you have questions i can tell you where it is but you need to find a platform that allows for automated but also allows for live back and forth in order for you to facilitate moving someone from an interest stage to a conversation stage to an initiating a customer relationship stage. So that's the difference between short code and normal phone numbers. Hopefully that will help you as you're trying to figure out how do you integrate text messaging. Um, hopefully you've also picked up on the idea that uh, when you get a cell phone number, you open up a lot more doors in terms of communication and marketing opportunities than you do with any other media. So this is Ryan Chapman with Fix Your Funnel, and I encourage you to keep moving forward.